The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. Uh... Fully recovered from her hydration last night. <laughs> it is Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. Hello. How are you? Good. What's lots your, of what, lots of water intake. Last what's night. your Christmas sweater today? Um, today it is a North Texas Mean Green Christmas shirt. Oh, that's that's very on brand. Yeah. And uh, it is. <laughs> that other voice you hear, hello, is the voice of Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider. Now freshly over twenty five thousand followers on Twitter. Oh, Matt yeah. nice. I had a milestone yesterday. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. Thank you. Mission. I'm going to hang the mission accomplished You did banner. it. You did it. You <laughs> managed to find. I did a, have a bet with my daughters about that, though. You so. managed to find a milestone on this on that hell site. <laughs> it can be a hellscape. There is no doubt about that. It can definitely. When, when, when four playoff teams and four playoff <sighs> teams is too many Twitter gets rolling, it's a hellscape. So, yeah, it's a hellscape. Uh, with first four through the door, here is Ashley Pickle. Ah, uh, Yes. Let me find it. Go back up. Uh, oh. Rob Hadaway, Matthew McSpadden, Jacob John, and Meese. Welcome in. Meese said seven, but he was he was four. You mm. did it. Good hey, listen, <laughs> lucky hey, number listen, seven. Yeah, listen, uh, we'll stick on the gambling what, what they trail say? there. Over, over promise or under promise over deliver. There you go. Yep. Right. That's the <laughs> that's my motto at my day job right there. Today the is Friday, December sixth, two thousand and nineteen. Three hundred fifty six days until Thanksgiving. Episode eight seventy one. Eight seventy one. This is the number of plate appearances for Elliot Maddox in his illustrious Texas Rangers mm. and Washington Senators career, 1971 to 1973. He made the, he made the move from Washington to Arlington. On today's show, friends, we are going to announce the final Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week award winner, mm. as well as the final Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week winner, as well as the second to last Mailbag Friday of the Year. We'll do Mailbag Friday uh, here with Matt Stepp. We will go until 1244. Uh, we can go twelve fifty for me. Yeah, I got nowhere. I mean, all I got to do is go to Sulphur Springs. So yeah. whatever. Yeah, I got to make it down to Rockwell tonight, but that's that's way later. Yeah, twelve fifty. We will go till twelve fifty. So I'll answer your questions. Uh, high school football, college football, recruiting, romance, lifestyle, travel. Yeah, um, I the Cowboys travel. last night. No, let's let's not talk about the Cowboys. Do you not want to talk oh, about the Cowboys? Yeah, no. Gosh, no. Um, it was ugly. ugly. Um, it's terrible. Um, we'll talk. So if you got questions about the Cowboys, this is. Noted Cowboys fan. Yes, Matt I am Stapp. a Cowboys fan, and I am a disappointed Cowboys so fan. So we can um, we can talk about that. Um, so let's get into the stuff we have to first. I will have, I have a question for you about the NFL, though. Okay, go for it. You being an NFL agnostic, mm-hmm. you don't have a team. Do you enjoy sad Cowboys Twitter or or, or so this, really fired up Cowboys so Twitter? So this is What's, always a struggle for me okay. because I'm of two – like personally – there is there are a few things I love more than Dallas Sports Talk Radio after a Cowboys loss. It is so yeah, good. The ticket has been awesome today. It is yeah. meltdown city. Yeah. It is just every game, but it's every game. Now, they probably have reason to meltdown right now because mm-hmm. yeah, they they look terrible, but like it is meltdown city all the time. I love 
I love that. But I also have a lot of friends and family who are Cowboys fans, and I don't wish them to be sad. Okay. You know, so it's like it's a weird thing. You know, what, you know what it's like. It was like when the Astros won the World Series, okay? Because I'm a Rangers fan, so deep in my heart, Noted I Rangers fan. do not like the Astros, right? I don't, I, I, because their success usually comes at the expense of my favorite team. Mm-hmm. But I also have a lot of friends who are Astros fans. And so when they won the World Series, it was this weird mix of like, well, this sucks, but like I'm happy for my friends. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm glad that they're happy. It's a weird thing. So to answer your question, like, that's fair. I don't know. I'll, the, the one thing I'll say about the Cowboys, you cannot say they're not entertaining. No, they're, they, they always bring the entertainment value. They are never boring. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I can say about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, okay, let's take care of this so we can get the mailbox right. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bulls, proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each Monday, TexasFootball.com staff nominates 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We then let you vote at TexasFootball.com. We had more than 100,000 votes this week, so y'all were getting after it. Uh, Voting closes each Friday at noon. I just closed it on the site. With the winner being announced shortly thereafter. This is the final one. We do not do one for week 15. And then obviously for the state championship games, we don't do one. They hand The UIL hands out MVPs for that. Uh, yeah. Your week 14 regional semifinal Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Dumas quarterback Spencer Williams. All right. The Demons. 181 yards and two touchdowns passing and 123 yards and two touchdowns on the ground for the Demons. And their big upset win over... Decatur. Congratulations to all the nominees. Manville running back Donovan Eaglin. Hamlin running back Javon Williams. Waco La Vega running back Elisha Cummings. Uh, Abernathy quarterback Bryson Daly. San Antonio Harlan quarterback Cannon Williams. Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial quarterback Carter Centerfit. Bremond running back JT Anthony. Lampasas quarterback Ace Whitehead. And San Antonio Wagner running back LJ Butler. But a very special congratulations to the Week 14 Regional Semifinals. Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Doom is quarterback Spencer Williams. Very well-deserved young man. Let me make sure it didn't change in the time that I was looking at it. It did not. Because so, it has before. It has yeah, before. I was just going to say, we before. have done that before, and it was exciting. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches for the Mr. Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. Your Week 14 Regional Semifinals, Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. Lampasas offensive coordinator uh, Heath Narragon, who was in complete command of that Lampasas offense that lit up Needville in their regional semifinal win. Congratulations to all the nominees. Uh, Troy uh, defense coordinator Benny Carr. Pilot point defense coordinator Brian Freeze. Lubbock Cooper offense coordinator Bob Backus. But a very special congratulations to the Week 14 regional semifinal. Derry Max built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. Uh, Heath Nerrigan, the offensive coordinator at Lampasas. You saw Lampasas. You would say the offense looked pretty good? They were solid, yeah. Okay. They were solid. They looked pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, congratulations to got Coach Nerrigan. Full. You know, I seen, this is the second time I've seen Lampasas. I got the full Ace Whitehead experience uh, on Saturday last week. It was 
Solid. Yeah. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon. TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Uh, so normally this is the time when I tell you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, so please do. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff. I got somebody emailing me yesterday saying, hey, my, my husband's in the 1974 edition. Is there a way to, to find him in the 74 edition? I go, yes. Well, there, there is. sure is. TexasFootball.com slash archives. We have all of our editions archived for insiders. You can check that out all the way back to 1960. But the one thing I will tell you is Saturday, December 21st, we are having an insiders meet and greet. For the Saturday of the state championship games at Texas Live in Arlington. Uh, it's going to be from 9 until I think about 10.30. We'll have to bug out about 10. Yeah. But, well, you can stay till 10.30. Uh, subscribers, this is a subscriber-only event. You will get an email with a link to RSVP. Super secret email. We will be getting um, – we'll, you'll get we'll, – we're going to give you breakfast. So if you become – if you just want to pay nineteen ninety five plus shipping and handling for breakfast – you can. It's a te- weird deal, but it is a weird I mean, deal. You can probably do that, but you also get two magazines, years worth of exclusive online yeah, content. Tap and step. Tap and step. All sorts of football. Stuff. But, Next, the, but the addition of breakfast yes. is like a very. You also big get a meal. Bowl. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, that's a, not bad. We yeah. love breakfast. Uh, so uh, become an insider. You'll get that email. I think it's going out Tuesday. Uh, you'll get that email to RSVP to, uh, for the uh, the meet and greet at state. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have that. That'll be going. Take on. a selfie with Tepper. Texas Life. Um, no, with yes. Ish. Oh yeah, with Ish. He's the one that it's just listening, driving selfies. to San Antonio, and just and cursing like, at us God, right now. God, I hate those, those guys. guys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, TexasFootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider. And by the way, also, here's the other thing. You mentioned Tep and Step. This is, like, the really good time. You're getting, like, Tep and Step's always great because. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's us. Come on. But the next two episodes, really six, five episodes. We're going to have five episodes for you over the next two weeks. Yes. This next one is our semifinal episode. Mm-hmm. We will preview all 20 semifinals. We'll do your viewing guide. We'll go through the, the, ske- the schedule, and we'll, we'll tell you about all 20 games. Mm-hmm. That one usually goes like an hour and a half. Yeah. That's, that's always a beefy one. That's okay. But then you'll also get um, daily podcasts previewing each day of the, of the state championship games. You have a Wednesday pod, a Thursday pod, a Friday pod, and a Saturday pod. That is exclusive to insiders only. So, and mm-hmm. someone just asked if they signed up right now to be an insider. Yes, you can come to the breakfast. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mean greet. Like, if we you sign want up, you to sign up. So right I now. think. So here's the thing. I think the I think the email with the link is going out Tuesday. So you have until like let's say Monday night to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider to get the email or to get the email with the link to RSVP to the meet and greet. But do it now so you don't forget. Yeah, do it now. Uh, makes great gift as well. You're already on your computer if you're watching the show, mostly. Text football.com. So. All right, it's Mailbag Friday. It's Mailbag Friday. Do you want to talk? I think we talked enough about last night's game. Yeah. I, we, we, Refurio, we that was imp- I mean, we Refurio. did not say enough how impressive that was. Yeah. So, uh, Refurio, I, I broke this news about an hour ago. Uh, talked to, I ca- talked to Jason Herring, actually. I called Jason Herring. Is he a pretty good mood? Uh, he sounded. He sounded. He he did call me a hoss, and he sounded. He did sound uh, tired. Uh, so, uh, but he. Uh, it's a bit of a long trip for them. Yeah, but he, uh, he told me that uh, Furio's going to play the winner of Groveton San Augustine Thursday night at the Berry Center. Ooh, nice. Uh, t- kickoff to be determined. He said they'll figure that out tonight after whoever wins. Um, and no, he did not tell me how Austin Cho was doing. Did you he, ask him? Uh, no, I didn't ask him. But I, he wouldn't have told me anyway. Yeah, he probably wouldn't be He's like, not, oh, you know, yeah. woke up this morning. 
Yeah, pretty much. So he's breathing. He's breathing. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, all right. Do we have any questions, Miss Pickle? Yes. There's been a uh, few. I've seen them flying through. Yeah, they're definitely coming in. One uh, thing that we should get to real fast with the meet and greet thing. People keep asking, does it include a guest? Yes, I believe. I Hold on. So. I have an email here with all the I things. Think it's good for I'm one. I'm pretty sure it's one and a one. Uh, I think you get a, a subscriber and a guest. Yeah, a subscriber yeah. and one. Um, guest, yeah. Uh, two free, uh, two free tickets maximum per subscriber. But you got RSVP, so you'll get that link. Yeah. Um. Yes. Um. And it. By the way, we haven't like hard capped it, but let's just say it's first comes first serve. Yeah, we haven't hard capped it, but there will be a cap. There will be a cap. So yeah. do it now. Yeah. Or well, Tuesday. There's only yes. so much, so many whatever we're having that we can buy. I mean, yeah, you got to so. be an insider. Text bold accomplish insider. There we go. Come meet Matt Step. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was not about him meeting you. That was about you wanting to meet him. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. What's it's up? Pretty under, it's pretty underwhelming. <laughs> All right. So the first one up, we'll go uh, Brad Stanfeld. He said, how good is Ryan in Denton? Can they beat Lone Star or Lancaster? So that's what's interesting. I will say the answer is, per usual, like we don't really know. No, because they, they're so... They're they're in region one and they're just they're in my opinion they've okay. been challenged uh, uh, like like hot take we both took uh, them to beat Colville Heritage tonight yeah we they've already beat Colville Heritage real, real thin limb there it's like thirty five nine was the first time yeah, yeah. and that's a close that, that's a close that's game a close for them. game for yeah. Ryan uh, they played one other game against Keller Fossil Ridge that was like twenty one nothing is a I think they're might have a weather on that something like that yeah and Fossil Ridge is a decent but defense but basically they have the weird situation kind of like I will throw out there with Duncanville where they get challenged so rarely that, like, we don't really know. We're not sure if it's because they're that much better or if because they're the teams actually are playing. Good. Yeah. yeah, we just don't know. So here's my inkling. My inkling is that I think they're really good. Are they better than who's going to come out of Region 2? I think it's going to be a great game. And I think that I think that there is no team in the state happier to see Lone Star beat Highland Park than Denton Ryan. Just from mm-hmm. a mental standpoint. Yeah, because that is, like, we talked about there's another game about that. Uh, this this week um, about the question is are they living rent free in yeah, their head? Yeah, that's Judson Lake Travis. Judson Lake yeah. Travis is Lake Travis living rent free in Judson's head? We're gonna find out. Like that's another thing is like that's something they want to deal with. They want to deal with Highland Park, and so I think Ryan's really good. I think Ryan's got a ton of talent. I think that they're explosive. I think they're really explosive, but we're gonna find out. Like they they're gonna play they're. It's not fair because I think Dave Hennigan's a great coach and I think their team is really good. But their entire season is going to come down to their final two games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they lose in the if they lose in the semifinals, I hate to say it, but it's going to be one of those things like, oh, it's just same old Ryan, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. which is crazy because they would be thirteen and one, fourteen, 14 and, and one, one for like the fourth straight year. Yes. This is four, four straight fourteen and one yeah. seasons. Yeah. So, um, I think they're really good. Lone Star, I think, has been my pick to make a title game from the jump, and I'm not jumping off of them. Jumping off I think in my pre-playoff picks, I had Denton Ryan beating Lancaster in the semifinals. Okay. So that would be... Again, I think that right now, if you want to put Lancaster, Lone Star, and Denton Ryan all in one group and just say, pick a name. They're pick yeah. I'm I think that. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, Lancaster, Lone yeah, Star? Yeah, I'll be there in, yeah, at really the Rockwell Stadium tonight, so that'll be a lot of fun. What's next, Ashley? Um, Tony asked... With a game this weekend, with all the games this weekend, which one has the greatest contrast in, like, style of play? Dangerfield and Pewitt. Dangerfield and uh, Pewitt's yeah. got it all. Dangerfield and Pewitt's really They cool. are opposite on every side of the spectrum. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's... Uh, Wimberley-Navarro is up there, too. Yeah, they're slot team. Both, 
Navarro and Pewitt are slot T teams. Dangerfield and Wimberley are spread teams. I think Dangerfield's a little more wild ass in their spread than Wimberley is. Yeah, they are. So Wimber Wimberley is a little bit more of that like, like the, Moses Ray is a good running back. They'll run it out of the yeah. spread. I mean Dangerfield is wide open. It's yeah. five wide. Go 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 go. Yeah, just use your speed out in space. Yeah, yeah Paul uh, Pewitt and and Dangerfield is probably the biggest. Um, just stark difference between yeah. styles offensively. Um, I will say, you know what? I'll also say this. If you want a stark difference defensively, Argyle LaVega has got some – is very different defensively. Yeah. Argyle is – Argyle runs this, like, really hyper-aggressive – 10-1. 10 whereas LaVega is La – LaVega – I don't know. I'd love to talk to the La Vega defense coordinator. It feels like they don't blitz a ton. It feels like they're no, like, we're the, going to get pressure with our, with our four. front four, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to talk about like a difference in being like, not that I would call the La Vega defense conservative, but I would say that they are, we're going to trust our guys. We're not going to, and while Argyle is like straight yeah. ahead, there is a, I think. Argyle's very feast or famine. Exactly. And so that is, that is to me, that's probably the biggest defensive difference in a game. What's next, Ashley? Um, so this one is another one that personally I'll be at and I'm interested in. But everyone said Rob Hadaway said everyone says that Duncanville will beat Southlake. What does Southlake need to do to upset Duncanville? And I'm gonna say if I did the pick 'em or had to pick an mm -hmm. upset this week, that would be my upset. It's not a bad, not a bad I, upset. Thing. I will, I will call that right now on air that I think Southlake Carroll will win. Okay, you're gonna put in the call. Might as well. Okay. What yeah. do I have to lose? Uh, yeah, there's nothing <laughs> like you're fired like, if you're wrong though. So, uh, okay. oh gosh, well, oh. you fired me about seven or eight times now. So yeah. I'll just show up again on work on Monday. And you'll say, hey, you're going to edit the picks on Monday. If you, if you, I'll just forget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I like I think I think that's fair. And it would uh, I think that's fair on both counts. A, it would be an upset. And B, I can see it happening. Um, I put I took Duncanville. I think that if you are looking, the more I think about it, if you are looking at last year's game as a baseline you're going about it wrong yeah totally different i think mm -hmm. last year was so it uh, was so different f for both these teams that i think quinn Ewers has changed the game for south lake yeah i do think their defense is a little bit better although one of their players is going to be suspended for the first half of this game like targeting yeah targeting a linebacker yeah. got, got yeah. thrown out of last week's game um when they were up big yeah um, that's gonna hurt going against quinn and jackson exactly right i also think we talked about this on tep and step Duncanville does not seem to have that same air of invincibility that they had last year. Mm -mm. They were a buzzsaw last year. This year, it feels like they're a really good team. Yeah, like I saw, we, I watched a good portion of the Martin Duncanville game uh, on on tape on Texan Live, and, and Martin, there are plays that, that to be had there. Yeah, last year against Duncanville's defense, other than North Shore, uh, there were no plays to be had. Yeah. It was you. You're going three and out, and we're taking the ball and scoring. Now this year, Mart, you can see even Martin. I think so. I think Southlake's going to score points. Okay, subscribe to Tep and Step, but say the thing you said about that linebacker. That conversation. Oh, um, Anthony Cruz. Yeah, yes. I I talked to a few coaches, and they said the biggest difference between this year's Duncanville defense and last year's Duncanville's defense is linebacker Anthony Cruz, number thirty-three. This is a guy who wasn't a Division One prospect. He's at Langston University in Lawton, Oklahoma. God, he's in Lawton, Oklahoma. Poor kid. Um, but uh, he was a wonderful high school football player. He he was kind of the, the the brains of that defense last year. He was always in the right place, always made the tackle, kind of led that defense. Him him graduating, they haven't really replaced him. And I think at times that's where the, the you can make some hay against Duncanville's mm -hmm. defense because 
they don't have that guy, the brains of their defense this year. Yeah. And we so. talked about this too. I think maybe it was Will and I, but after watching the Martin Duncanville game, if South Lake Carroll can go in there and focus so hard on not letting Jaquin and Jackson break straight up through the middle, right. they have such a better chance with that too. I think that their defense is not going to be able to do that all game, but if they can take those big explosive plays away from him, they that yes. opens up because they don't have many on – the, on the outside, on the outside, Duncanville is not as good as they were last year. I don't think so. Um, and so I think their passing game has taken a step back. Now, look, they've still got the guy. Yes. And Jaquin and Jackson is a grown yeah. man. They got the guy, and they've got, they still have a really good offensive line yes. right. that, that, that excels in that misdirection scheme. Correct. Too. The O line is what could cause a exactly big trouble right. for yeah. Southlake. They run. It's either a trap or a counter. Mm-hmm. Something with Jaquin and Jackson, and that is that is the you know how when you play like NCAA or Madden, and there's one play that you're like, all right, this is the play that we're <laughs> this is the good play. That's the good play. They're really good at it, yeah. and they and they they it's always good for like a big gain. And so that's that's one thing that you know, look, we both took Duncanville, but I think we both think it's going to be closer than it was last year. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And there, there's a path to victory for Southlake for sure. Yeah, last year it became it became uh, last year quickly obvious. Last year I feel like we didn't know how good Duncanville was, yeah. and it became immediately obvious how good they were. It's yeah. like, oh boy, I don't feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. Soon. What's next, Ash? All right. Uh, Jana Gibson asked, uh, what's your take on Tascosa and Geyer? I love this game. I love this game. Um, Geyer is the favorite. uh, But if you are going into this game and saying, oh, it's DFW versus West Texas. Like, of course Mm -hmm. DFW will win. Like, you are so sorely mistaken. Because Tascosa runs the flex bone. And they run the flex bone so well. It is. It's really similar. I made the. I made the point on Tevin's up. It's really similar to that Liberty Hill slot T last year, where it's like, look, our. I I don't think that that Liberty Hill team was not the most talented team. I would say even in Liberty Hill history, right? No, it's not the most talented team. But the way the the fluidity and the like precision that they ran that slot T, it was so hard to stop. The same thing goes with this flex bone. Joseph Plunk is an animal. He's so good yeah. at running that offense. And so I think they're gonna I think this game is pointsy. I think this game is getting into the forties. And the question is who comes up with stops. I think Geyer's defense is probably gonna I, I trust him to get a stop before the Tascosa defense gets yeah. a stop because uh I you know, I saw um Eli Stowers last week and he is awesome. Yeah. Geyer's offensive line is Massive and really good, and they've got Kader Cobbs. I do think Tascos is going to score points. That that schematic advantage they have with Plunk is is fantastic. But I think Geyer's size in the defensive line. I think if they can find a way to um, disrupt the timing of the flex bone and kind of confuse Plunk on his reads, I think they have a chance to at least slow Tascos down and get a stop or two. But right. I, I I see I'm. 80, 80, 85 points total. This is going to be pointsy, and yeah. it's going to be fun. And another game where, honestly, like really and truly, it would not be a it would not it would be a surprise, but it wouldn't be a shock if Tascosa mm-hmm. won that game. They won the region last year. Yeah, and they they're won. used to tra- traveling is not a big deal for no, them. They no, get, no, not at all. This is this is no just this is just a district game basically. Yeah. So yeah, what's next, Ashley? Um, up next, we'll break away from football for a second. Hector Rio says, "What's everyone having for lunch? I'm having a huge Frito pie." Are you really? <laughs> No, no, that's what, that's what Hector said. <laughs> oh, I was like, I mean, actually. I could have a huge Frito pie, but I, I don't know. TBD. I think I'm gonna 
after this, I'm driving out to Sulphur Springs, so I may stop like in Rockwall or something and uh, find something. You know, get something, yeah, Ashley, Chiloso or something. Ashley, what are you having for lunch? I usually go home and make a big lunch meat sandwich. That's a it's a Friday thing. I don't know. It's a Friday tradition. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm going to be at the office for the first time in forever yeah. on Friday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's you're in true. the office today. Yeah, yeah I can you just, don't have like, to be I, on air tonight. Yeah, I don't have to be on air. So, yeah. <laughs> I've got options. I'm going to go to bed <laughs> at like 10. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> that's not true. I'll go to bed after all the games are done and after I like do some bracket stuff. Mm-hmm. What's next, Ashley? Um, up next is Jacob Johnson says any player performance this postseason shook up the Texas Football Player of the Year award. Uh, bu- 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 There's bu- been a couple. Bu- 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 I don't think we could give it away, right? Yeah, um, not give it away, but I think it's no. Fair there have to been a few. Like, yeah. uh, Colton, I think Colton Marshall at Hawley has put mm-hmm. himself in the mix. Um, I think that. I mean, look. The thing is, like, what stinks is that like Jason McClellan's doing work for Alito, but the problem is he missed so much time, right? Um, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba, the receiver at Rockwall, has been outside his mind. He's been great. Um, Demetrius Davis. That, that win over Katie is really impressive. Uh, I think he's in that mix. Joseph Plunk, right? Yeah, he's like what been. He's, done, he's turned it on. Yeah. He's turned it on. Um, yeah, there have been a few. I mean, we're keeping an eye on things. Like So Monday we announced the 10 finalists here on the show. Uh, we'll announce 10 finalists for Mr. Texas Football. And then the, a week from Monday we will announce the winner. Um, we're going to have 10 finalists. I think we've narrowed it down to about four or five that we will then have to like – Vet debate pretty hard, yeah. Debate, yeah. call coaches and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. say, "What do you think about this?" So, uh, yeah, we're we, uh, the, the process has has we've got a process it's moved along. That's yeah, moved along. Yeah. What's next, Ashley? Um, what's your thoughts on Dumas and Springtown? I'll let you have that one. Uh, I think the first quarter is going to tell a lot about this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Springtown knows that if they don't jump out quickly on Dumas and get a lead, they're in for a forty-eight minute fight, and I think. The game plan, I think Look, if you're at this game, look for Springtown early. Trick plays, mm-hmm. going forward on fourth down. I think they are going to try very hard to get out to a lead on Dumas and make Dumas get out of their comfort zone. I think that I think they, if they do that, they'll they'll pull away right. and win. Because that that you're right, because I think that they want to Dumas wants to muck it up. Yeah. Dumas wants this to Dumas be Dumas is tough. They, the they slop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they want they want this game because they do not want to like they scored thirty eight points last week, yeah, and that was. But that's not their game. No, they did that because out of necessity. Yeah, yeah. out of necessity. It's kind of like when Lavega scored forty five points last week against um, uh, against Melissa. It's like that's not their game. And so if you are Springtown, jump out to a lead because Dumas is for all the things Dumas does well. Dumas is not a team built to play from behind. No, and so they need to um, if they're able to play if they're able to play from ahead. I like Springtown. But if this game, if this game is fourteen seven in the second quarter, like Dumas has got to be feel regardless of who's winning, yeah. Dumas has got to feel really good about their chances. Yeah. Uh, I pick Dumas. Yeah, I think yeah, their defense. You going with the hot hand. I think I think they're the hot hand. Yeah. I think that their defense is playing really well. And I mean, look, they they basically already have a uh, transitive win over Springtown, right? Because yeah, Springtown yeah. beat Decatur. Or, I'm sorry, Decatur beat Springtown. So. Uh, coin flip game, though. Real tough to call. It's an early kickoff, too. It's a 6 o'clock kick. Dumas is out of school today. That place is going to be yeah. banana. D- awesome. Dumas is <laughs> Hell yeah. 
<laughs> if you're wanting to commit a crime, which we would not encourage, Dumas might be the place to go because Dude, there's no one going to be left town. <laughs> which, which we would not encourage. Let's say that yeah, one more time. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> by the way, that would be like you want to talk about fan bases. I would love to see it come to AT and T. Dumas, like if Dumas came they to AT and T. Remember at seven on seven, how, how many people they brought? Yeah, for seven on seven. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. To College Station yeah. from Dumas. Yeah. Like yes, they brought that a awesome. crowd. That would be fun. What's next, Ashley? Um, give me your thoughts. A couple different people have asked this one on Iowa Park versus Greenwood. An under-the-radar game. A Iowa Park won this game last yeah, year. Yeah, Iowa Park won this game, and it was part of their, like, kind of remarkable run. run. Yeah. Um, this is a tough game to call. I've been I've been standing pretty hard for Greenwood. I think they're really good. Last I, I That win last week. That, yeah, that's the one. I picked Estacado to win, and I was like, well, Greenwood proved me wrong, and yeah. Greenwood looked great. Greenwood didn't just beat Estacado. They drove them yeah, into second the half. The it was 14-14 at the half, and the second half it was utter they domination. Now, I think Iowa Park is super— Trent Green. I think they're super underrated. I think it's super underrated, and I think part of it is that, like, they have Trent Green, but, like, I feel like they don't have— this is going to sound offensive, but I don't mean it to be offensive. They don't have star power. And sometimes no. at 4A Division two to get noticed, yeah. you got to have star power. Pleasant Grove has star power. Gilmer has star power. Greenwood's got star power. Greenwood's got star power. Trey Cross and Weston Wilbur. Yeah, they've got star power. Iowa Park is a team that, that even though they've got Trent Green, I feel like they are a lot more of a team, and I think it's the way their coaching staff likes it, that is a lot more greater than the sum of their parts. Mm-hmm. And they all do their job really well. They're super sound, and they don't beat themselves. No. Um, I do wonder. I think Greenwood's. Greenwood's playing exceptionally well. I lean towards their. I think their offense is going to be able to score, and that's the big. The, my big question is: Can Iowa Park slow down Greenwood? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the question. Yeah. So um, I took Greenwood. I think you took Greenwood. Yes, and the winner of that game plays the winner of Pleasant Grove and Gilmer. Mm-hmm. And a little breaking news: That game will be actually. It's not. To, I won't say it because there's a other dependency. But they're looking at playing somewhere in the Metroplex Friday mm-hmm. night. Got it. We'll just say that. There you What's go. What's next, Ashley? Um, up next, what about Troy and Grandview? Yeah, so it's like, like, what do you think of the transitive property, and what do you think of the hot hand, right? Because Troy's the hot hand. Troy's been great, and so, Troy's defense has been. See, I think Grandview's great. been the hot hand back to back. True, just that the, went over Grant. That and went die ball and Camarillo back to back weeks in dominating fashions. Well, they, 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 no, they didn't beat Camarillo. Beat die ball. Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Cameron Dang it. But I mean, they they dominated Cameron Neal last week. They, they beat East Chambers. Yo, East be, Chambers. Grandview beat East Chambers. Yeah. yeah. East Chambers uh, in back-to-back weeks, they have been. I think you're right. Like both teams are coming in hot. Um, I go with the champs. I'm going with the champs. I'm done. I, I mentioned in the picks. I'm done picking against Grandview. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> like I picked. I picked against them basically once this year. Was it the Yoga? In the Yo game, I picked yeah. uh, like I was riding the hot hand with that. I was like, man, what Yo did to Die Ball is so impressive. And then Grandview proved me wrong. Uh, I've picked against Grandview once and I got burned. I'm done with it. Right? Yeah. It was kind of like, uh, there was a team last year that I picked against once. Was and it La like, Vega? No, I picked against them multiple times. Okay, yeah. trust me. Trust <laughs> you me. heard about it. I heard about it. You just it. kept touching. The but scope. this is the this is the only time I picked against La Vega this year. Is this week? Yeah. It's the only time I picked against La Vega. I, I like Grandview. I think they're. That I like Grandview that, too. That Dane Yench and that offense is just. Part of a champion. It's a different level right yeah, now. I think I think I think you're right. I think they've I think they've clicked. Like it was like last year something clicked, and this year's that same thing has clicked. What's next, Ashley? What about uh, Columbus and Hallettsville? A rematch, a rematch. yeah. Of Close a, game. Of a non district game. Mm-hmm. Um I saw Columbus last week. And um 
they had a decide the, the issue that industrial had with Columbus was at the skill spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, industrial had no real answers when Columbus decided to throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. And so what Columbus would do would was wear them down with Tyree uh, Simchick mm-hmm. and kind of kind of pound chick. Yeah. Simchick. Simchick and Simchick. Simchick is how it's pronounced. And, uh, and uh, it's very Czech, I think. Yeah. Um, and then they would hit industrial with a deep ball and industrial in space had a lot of trouble with Columbus's receivers. Hallettsville's a little more athletic. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to contain it. Matt, that running back for Hallettsville, Jordan Brooks, he's got like an offer from Texas. Like he's legit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so. I, I, Jonathan Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Yeah, is, yeah. and I, it's going to be close. I'm still leaning towards Hallettsville because I think Hallettsville's got the best player in the field. But I think it's going to be a, it's a pick'em game. It's a pick'em game. Um, I think. Who did I take? I got to pull my picks. I don't even know. That's such. I took Columbus. I think they avenge it. That game was really close the first time. Columbus is playing exceptionally well. I was messing with Chandra. She oh, was messing Chandra. with me. Okay, Sorry. Fine. Sorry, I thought you I forgot I was on camera. I'm taking Columbus. <laughs> I took Columbus, but again, that's a, that, like, that speaks to the idea. I, I think both of us agree the only thing that would be really shocking is if one of the team blew out the other team. So, yeah. Okay. What's next, Ashley? Um, let's go with... 15 more minutes. You want to talk a little 1A? What do you think about the semifinals? Hell oh, yeah, goodness. let's talk a little 1A. Okay. On, yeah. um, Temper oh, the floor is yours. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, Lehman Saunders has his outstanding 1A semifinal preview. By the way, we like we that I feel like we don't talk enough about that. That we're gonna know the first four teams to go to AT&T Stadium this week. Um, the four semifinals: McLean and Blum. Oh, I'm sorry, McLean and Rankin is really interesting. Rankin is uh, came out of that rough and tumble region two. Uh, and they've, they've survived it. They have a district win over Balmeray, uh, the win last week over Borden County. The, it wasn't shocking that they won, but it was the way they won that was really impressive. Uh, they have been exceptional all year long, and they are, they're, they're probably healthy for the first time all year. Deshaun Goodley is their star. Titan Quig, their quarterback. McLean's the defending state champs. McLean's going to have the best player on the field, and McLean's probably got the best, the best player in 1A, Ben Crockett. I still think I know who he is. Yeah, you know who he is. If if Step knows a one A player, that means he's (laughs) he's you know he is a superstar. He's already got sixty touchdowns rushing this year. So um, the difference for me is going to be on the defensive side. And what I like, it's McLean is going to McLean is going to be the more powerful team, and Rankin's going to be the speedier team. And so what wins out? I took McLean. I think there's a there's a champions advantage, but this is a really tough game to call. Blum and Jonesboro. Love my guy, Eddie Gallegos at Jonesboro. He's doing the work. Uh, this was a team that, like, he told me, he was sandbagging me so hard in the offseason. He's like, oh, even though we're going to be that good. Uh, but Jonesboro's <laughs> been hot. Jonesboro's been really, really good. This is a running team um, that has Ian Schof, who was spectacular last week in their, in their kind of second-half surge uh, against Nueces Canyon. Uh, Blum is probably the... Um, I think there's a who has the ball last team game. Uh, Lehman says the same thing. I'm taking – I took Blum. I think it's a coin flip game. Uh, I took Blum. Lehman took Jonesboro. Uh, the question is, can can Jonesboro find some stops for Dylan Vardaman and Colton Gonzalez, the stars, uh, for that, uh, that uh, ranking – or, I'm sorry, Blum team. Division two. Motley County and Blackwell. If you want to say there is one favorite going in here, I think it's Blackwell over Motley County. Blackwell, I think, has been is one of the most balanced teams in the state. Michael Lowry, their quarterback, has been great. Um, 
But Motley County does have a 3,000-yard rusher in Jake Richards, who has been awesome. Plus, they've got they can throw the ball a little bit with Demetric Sims. This won't be this won't be a walkover. I don't think I don't think Blackwell's going to 45 them, but I do think Blackwell's probably the most considerable favorite in a regional final or in a, oh, I'm sorry, a state semifinal. I like Blackwell now, and and then probably the game right seven o'clock Friday at, at Shotwell Stadium, Strawn and Richland Springs. Richland Springs is going for their ninth state title. Uh, Strawn is the, of course, the two-time defending champs. These are like the two, it's like the old dynasty and like the emerging dynasty. Um, both have superstars, J.W. Montgomery for Strawn, um, and then uh, Landon Burkhart, the quarterback, the coach's kid for, for Richland Springs. Uh, m- one thing that's interesting, Richland Springs is undefeated, but I don't know how tough of a schedule they've played. Strawn is super battle-tested. Strawn is very much battle-tested, and so does that matter in this game? Uh, I took Richland Springs. Uh, Lehman took Strawn. That's a fantastic game. That's one of the best games in the state at any level. Uh, Seven o'clock tonight in uh, at in Abilene. So there is a quick one A preview. What about Rockwall and Prosper? A game that's kind of flying a little under the radar for yeah, probably pretty clear reasons. Well, and I think that this is uh, because I, I don't think a ton of people expect uh, like when's the, when's the last time Allen didn't play in a regional final? Mm, Twenty. Yeah. Was it eleven? The year before pre the Kyler? first title, yeah, pre Kyler, pre Kyler for sure. Mm-hmm. PK, PK, <laughs> uh, B BK, yeah, yeah. Um, Pro- I think Prosper's a super fun story too. Like they're really inter- They're really quiet. Yeah, I was yeah, really impressed stinky. with uh, Prosper when I watched them on film against uh, the Woodlands. Mm-hmm. Their size on both lines. They've got great size. They're, they're massive. They're big. Um, but look, the <sighs> Rockwall's got that dude though. They've got the dude, and that that offense has been humming. And the question is, like, the Prosper defense has been good, been solid, but solid, but not amazing. I feel like it's going to take an amazing defense mm-hmm. to really slow them down. Um, or have, a, have an amazing player. Exactly. You know, like Klein Oak kind of had that guy. And Klein Oak, the, that, that was the recipe to beat Rockwall yeah. last week. They just didn't have enough offense to do it. Exactly. But, I mean, they held Rockwall to 37. I like Rockwall in this one. Which is crazy, but. Yeah, to hold him to 37. Yeah. I like Rockwall in this one. I think they're going to, I think they, they win this game and move on to the semifinal. Yeah. Uh, but Prosper, Prosper's dangerous. Prosper's dangerous. They're here for a reason. Like, they didn't, they didn't you know, cheat their way here. They are here for a reason. They're a legit good team. But yeah. I do like Rockwall in this one. So we talked a lot about there being just an unbelievable amount of rematches this week. What about Wichita Falls, Ryder, and Lubbock Cooper? Yeah. The Cooper rolls. Well, and this is the other thing, is that this was a uh, – we knew we were going to get a rematch because it was all of District 3 Mm -hmm. that that was in the semifinals. So this is the second consecutive rematch for Lubbock Cooper. This is a repeat of last year, too. Lubbock Cooper in the regular season drilled Ryder. Mm -hmm. They did it again this year, drilled him in the regular season. Last year, Ryder snuck up on Cooper and beat him in the playoffs. Don't think it's gonna. I think Cooper is gonna be on alert, and I think they're gonna come out sharp, ready to go, and I think they're gonna handle right. So the question is going to be, how does? Because last year, if you remember, in this in this uh, regional final, Cooper had no answer for Jacob Rodriguez. No, Jacob Rodriguez. He had, he had a he had a career game that yes he that had night. A, like now and he's back by the way a guy we haven't talked enough about Jacob Rodriguez has been doing got D one offers yes. got Big Twelve yeah. offers been doing work for Rojo, but. I feel like Cooper has – I mean, they shut him down for the most part in the first time. Their defense is really Their good. Their defense is very solid. I like Cooper in this one uh, to come out of Region 1. I like Cooper. Um, but our boy our boy Ryder. Our boy Bindle. Our boy Bindle. He's a, he's a mad scientist. We love Bindle. He's, he's a, a mad scientist. Mark he's a Mark goof. Bindle. Yeah. He's a goof. 
We like him a lot. He is. He's. he's <laughs> when you, if you go back and watch some of our Mark Bendel interviews, they are entertaining. He's, he's a, great. He's a. He's good. He shaved his head, by the way. Cause that was, he had a bet with his kids. So now, <laughs> yeah, Bendel with a shaved head is a. a love scene. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got about eight more minutes. What's next, Ashley? And Kirk Lewis asked us to give some love to uh, Southeast Texas. What about Silsby and West Orange Stark? I have to sneeze, so you. Okay, oh, I'll no. take this. We're um, doing that on the solo. Oh, we can't go single screen on me because the camera's <laughs> broken again. Yeah. Uh, Don't I think uh, I think West Orange gets him this time. Silsby's been solid. But I think Region Three was really, really down this I year. I think it was too. So, you know, I think I, I, think, th- I think you go with the I think you go with the pedigree. Yeah. The pedigree It'll be close. Silsby always plays West Orange close, but I, you know, last year Silsby won. Remember that game? It was like a crazy rainstorm. It was. Oh, it's like it played sideways. in the monsoon. Yeah. yeah. I, I go with West Orange this year. I think they get some revenge. Is West Orange underrated? Are we are we underrating them? I think we focus so much of our attention. I, I mean, I think we're going to get it now. We're going to get a Pleasant Grove West Orange rematch. Who's coming out of Region Four? Navarro or Navarro? Miller. Yeah, I think West Orange. And, and is West Orange. Be a West Orange has historically had success against like the slot T and the yeah, and, they and, have. And, and so. if, it's, if it's in fact Navarro, so uh, yeah, I think we're getting West Orange and, and Pleasant Grove. But I think that because Pleasant Grove has been so good. I feel like maybe that's the they, they might in fact be the second best team yeah. in the state that Plus, we're talking about. But I'll say this: West, uh, Pleasant Grove is going to have their hands full. Gilmer, that's a surging Gilmer team. That's and Gilmer. They, they only beat Gilmer by two touchdowns. I was going to say they give yeah. them a run the first time. Yeah, so that's not a um, so it won't not a walkover. But Lobo, Lobo Stadium will be uh, rocking tonight for Pleasant Grove Gilmer. What's next, Ashley? Um, a couple different people asked about your uh, one of your spotlight games, Canadian and Abernathy. Yeah, I love this game. Um, I love this game because like there, it's very rare to have star power like this in the three division two game. Mm-hmm. But Grant McCook and Bryson Daly are going to put on a show. Um, I think that, the, but but as I mentioned in the picks video, I think both defenses are super underrated. Both defenses are playing really really well, and it's going to come down to stops. It was a defensive game last year. I think yeah. Canadian won nineteen to seven last yeah. year. So what what happens yeah. in this one now? Both these quarter, both these offenses are, are cooking. This is. This is Canadian's toughest game to date. Yeah, and this is really Ab- this is Abernathy's shot here. Yeah, I, this, I think this is the t- yeah. got this senior is, quarterback. This is this is this is it. This is if the they're going to get it done. This is this is the moment. This is kind of like last year. And I don't want to compare Bryson Daly to Jordan Whittington, but remember last year, like Quero better get it done this year. And yeah, and they did because <clears throat> they didn't get it done this year. This is the chance. Like, <clears throat> this is the moment for Abernathy. Yeah, that if they if they can pull it out, then like they are going to be. I don't know how they match up with Gunner, though. I think the winner of Canadian Abernathy's might be the favorite to win the state title. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I mean, I, we both pick Canadian to win the title from the outset, and yes. I'm sticking with that. Mm-hmm. But if Abernathy wins that game, you know, Styles make fights, and I think one of the things that, that gives Canadian – Canadian's so familiar with Gunner. Yeah, they that, played and We'll talk about that row, next yeah. week. But um, but they played each other so familiar that, that like, Gunner may – I think Gunner's probably tired of seeing Canadian. Gunner would love for Abernathy to yeah. win it, just to see somebody new. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. I think that right now you would install the winner of Region 1 not only as the favorite to come to make it to a title game, but probably to win it. Yeah. Because um, on the right side of that bracket, yeah. You got Newton's gone. Dangerfield or East Bernard's wounded. It's East Bernard's moment, man. Yeah, yeah. but you know, one of their best players is, you know, he's got that off-the-field issue, and he's out. So that, that hurts East Bernard a lot. What's next, Ashley? What about Alito and Ennis? I think Alito rolls. You think I, they roll? Ennis' offense is their offense not, is not good. there. And Alito and just rolled. I just think they're going to put too much pressure on that <laughs> defense. It wouldn't be Ennis' sur- defense will, will will keep them in it, but I think eventually the dam breaks. I think it's going to be something like 24-7. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I see like 31-7. 31-7. Yeah. I, think it's, I think that Alito wins. 
Uh, I think that Alito's probably the prohibitive favorite to win 5A Division two at this point. Um, in my opinion, now I know you real big limb there. I know you're. I know you're. You know, I love. I was I, team A&M consolidated, and I they know. lost to Marshall by five. I'd so. love to see. I'd love to see A&M. I'd love to see Alito Marshall. I'm sorry, Alito Manville. I think that would be an interesting I think game. Alito Manville would be interesting. I think Alito, Alito Fort Wayne Marshall would not be interesting. I think Alito Cal Allen would be interesting. Yes, but um, yeah, that's that's what I think. I think Alito. I think Alito beats Ennis tonight. Although great coaching matchup. Yeah, Buchanan, two legends. Buchanan two legends. and Harrell, like that's, that oh, was two what legends. the comment said. Yeah. That is like that's <laughs> that a that's part of that it. is as good of a coaching matchup as you may literally ever see. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like in Texas high school football, that is really good. What's next, Ashley? Let's do three more questions. All right. What about Wagner and Corpus Christi Vets? We're on different sides of this. I put in the call on Tepper's step. I think Vets is beating yeah. Tepper, Tepper picked Vets. I think I think Vets is beating Wagner. I think Wagner's secondary is a legit liability. In this game, it's a liability for sure. And center fit for Vets is humming. He's on a I heater. That, I think that win last week over Miller is really, really impressive. And they have home field. And it's in home. Corpus. It's in Corpus. Yeah. I yeah. like Vets. Um, Wagner's the chalky pick. This is, I think, this is probably an upset pick, right? I took, yeah, I, Wagner's yeah. the favorite. I took Wagner, but I definitely am not feeling awesome about it. I mean, now the thing is, Wagner's offense has not missed a beat. Mm-mm. They have been. Cruising and LJ Butler is what'd you call him? He's a, I called him a gam, a grown ass man. Grown ass man, he's amazing. <laughs> yep. So I think this game, I think this game's really high scoring. Like I think it's a lot like that Miller and Vets game, and I think it's a lot like that Harlan and Wagner yeah, game. Yeah. I think it's high score. I think it's in the forties or even pointy. the fifties. Yep. I think it's going to take like forty nine points to win this game. So yeah, I think I, I'm taking Vets. It's a bit of an upset pick, but um, this is an awesome game. All right. Two more. What about? Lampasas and Liberty Hill. Rematch. So, again, it's a rematch. And, again, how much do you buy into the hot hand? Because, now, Lampasas has been rolling, but let's set them aside for a moment. Liberty Hill's the hot hand. Yeah. Liberty Hill has basically had to win every game they've every game they've in their They've been playing the playoffs we past six weeks. told you not weeks. to let them yeah. sneak yeah. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have been amazing. And I don't know, like... First of all, I think they played in a tough district. Let's start there. They played in a t- Obviously, mm-hmm. you have two teams from the same district in the regional final. Yeah, Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. Burnett, Canyon Lake, all good teams. It's a good, it's a good district, right? Yeah. So there's that. They played a tough non-district. Okay, they are they are battle tested, right? I also think, writ large, Region Four is mm, this year wasn't all that great. Well, you know, in Liberty Hill, Needville timing also factored, and they played an El Campo team that was wounded. Their two top running backs were out, but Liberty Liberty Hill's not losing by forty two. I can promise. I'm going out no. on a limb there. No. Yeah. They they turned the ball. I, this is going to be a lot closer again. I don't think Liberty Hill's going to put the ball on the ground, but I don't know if Liberty Hill can stop Lampass's That's, offense. The biggest issue for me is that what Lampass hung fifty on them the first time, and yeah. Ace Whitehead. You saw him. Ace Whitehead is on another level right now. <laughs> and the thing about defending the slot T is the more and more you see it the better you kind of get at it. This is the second time. Lampasas did a great job the first game. Yeah. They're seeing it again. That That's, that's an advantage for Lamp- for Lampasas as well, a second t- second go-around against a slot right. T. This is another underrated one. Kind of, We've talked about Paul Pewitt and Dangerfield so much this week about just two schools mm-hmm. that don't like each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, This is, this is underrated. One. It's not near to that caliber. For but sure. But well, and, and, and anytime you get to a district game like this, it's like this is mm-hmm. – uh, They this want is, this. This is going to be fun. And, and look, Where I – Where is this I, being played? Gupton Saturday yeah. t- Saturday Saturday game two o'clock at Gupton. Yeah, okay. um, in Leander. I like, I like Leander. Yeah, or Cedar, Cedar Park. Park. Oh, sorry. Same uh, 
I like. I think we both like land passes, but Don't I, do tell think this game, that. I do think this game is closer. <laughs> Last one, Ashley, give us an ender. Step. What is your favorite food to eat when you're up in Canada? Ooh, Ooh. Uh, in Canada, uh, I do not like poutine. I don't like it. It's not good. Sorry, I just don't like it. I married a Canadian girl, but poutine's terrible. Mm. It's awful. Um, there is a welcome back. There's a Mediterranean kind of chain up there. It's called Osmos, and I get this dish called Chicken on the Rocks, and it's basically like um, chicken on a uh, on the rocks. On the, on, <laughs> well, it's like chicken. Uh, what's the rotating? Uh, the rotisserie. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh no. You're right. Well, it's like what they do with the. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Now. Oh yeah, where they carve it. Yeah. 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 It's chicken off that, and they put it on the grill and season it, and it's on a bed of rice, and it's seasoned, and it's got like a really spicy red sauce. It's like what they do with donut kebabs, basically. Yeah, it's really good. That's pot. And so I love every time in Canada I go there and get chicken on the rocks. And there's a local chain in the Toronto area. It's called Jack Astor's. It's kind of a sports bar grill type mm. place. My wife likes the fish and chips, and I usually just get like their chicken tenders, and they're really, really good. So, okay, yeah, nice. That's all I got. Um, all right, that's all we got. Um, so we, by the way, we have six episodes left in 2019. Yeah, we'll calculate. So schedule next week we're is we're gonna do we're normal schedule next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we'll have a show Monday of state championship games, and then we're off for the remainder of the year. Yeah. Next Tuesday, you got to go to the stadium and start setting everything mm-hmm. up. Tuesday, right? Yeah, we got to get we got to tear down the stadium and, and basically transport to AT and T. And that last Monday is going to be a big show because that's the announcement of Mr. Texas, Texas football, and it's the last one of the year. So it's the last one of the year. We'll be pumping all sorts of stuff up. So yep. uh, make sure you tune into that. But anyway, we got a week till that. Yeah. Um, that's going to do for us. Step, thanks for coming, man. Thank you. Uh, safe travels to Sulphur Springs. Thank you. It's going to do it for us. I'm tired of being in the studio and talking. After the last night's yeah. thing, it's like I am break. ready to be out of this uh, yeah. studio for at least two days. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Oh, my bosses want me to tell you to watch High School School Board live tomorrow night. Uh, what time does it come on tomorrow night? Uh, 11. 11, 11 o'clock tomorrow night. 11 yep. o'clock tomorrow night. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle and Matt Stepp, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.